This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Slime Podcast with me, Nicole Jacqueline. I'm 23 and I make slime for a living. Yeah, that thing you see in your explore page, I have built an entire brand around slime, the business, and all things satisfying. On this podcast, I'll be diving into the world of extraordinary jobs like my own and discover those who are trailblazers in their own industries and have built their own empires. Make sure to tune in every Friday for new episodes and follow at the Slime Podcast for more on every Everything slime, business, and all things extraordinary. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to the Slime Podcast with Nicole Jacqueline. Um, yeah, it's been a minute. I haven't posted an episode in a few weeks. Um, yeah, I told myself I would not do that. And honestly, just to be fully transparent, I was just honestly feeling super inspired with YouTube. And I love this podcast, though, and I have so many episodes, you guys. I'm actually bulk recording them today so I can just start posting them once again, once a week, every Friday. So I'm sorry about the little gap in uploading. Also, if my voice sounds more, like, crackly and nasally than normal, um, I'm sick. So that is really fun. I was actually in Miami this past weekend for Slime Bash 6, and it was so much fun, you guys. I had the best time, but now I'm sick. So that's always a little bit of a repercussion of doing conventions. Last year, I did so many conventions that I think it burnt me out a little bit with just doing them in general. And this year, I told myself that I'm going to just do the really big ones. Um, I'm going to do the Slime Bash ones. Um, If World Slime Convention does one, I'll do that one. Um, But just sticking to the ones that are, you know, pretty more, much more of a larger scale convention, because I just found that it just takes a lot out of me. Um, Mentally, more just like health wise, I get, I got sick all the time. Um, So I am excited about that. Um, And in turn, I get to focus more on YouTube and what I love doing the most, which is kind of what happened with the podcast. I did not do that intentionally. I have all these episodes. I'm going to film a really cool one today. So today I am planning on talking about my 
um, seven streams of income and how I have established those means of income and just advice I can give someone who is trying to start off being self-employed and just little tips and tricks that I have found that are useful for, you know, maximizing your income um, because I just feel like if you are going to rely on one platform, one income stream being self-employed, that's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. Um, I still feel that pressure, um, but not the same amount that I would if I were depending on one of these seven income streams. A lot of you guys know this, maybe you don't know this. Um, I do have my bachelor's degree and I did go to college. Um, so I'm so thankful for that education. Um, I learned so much in college and I do strongly believe in going to college and getting your education regardless of your quote unquote success on YouTube or you know Instagram or whatever it may be. Because I just, I truly believe that there are things that you will learn in college that you would never be, um, never be exposed to, never be, you would just never learn them if you didn't take that path. Everyone always kind of refers to it as like, oh, you have that paper now, you have that degree, like, what are you going to do with it? And it's like, I've been, I've been using my degree since the day I started college, you know? So that's just my thing on that. So I think I just, I'm mentioning that because um, truly I feel like because of my education and my background with going through the whole process of schooling, upper and higher education, I feel like I have a stronger will to push on and I have just opened up to money, to different ideas and been exposed to people and different uh, walks of life that have motivated me to, you know, always be thinking outside of the box for ways to make in a living, especially in this day and age, in 2020, you know, there are things you can do to make an income, make a living, or even just a little side hustle, you know, a little extra cash that you could not have done even five, 10 years ago. Um, for example, TikTok, um, wow, the way that I said that was very, um, it was very, you could just tell that it's not my generation, but I try. Um, just for example, like TikTok though, you know, um, people are building these massive brands and income streams because of TikTok. And I, I love that. Um, and as someone who started on YouTube in 2013, when it was not cool, it was just like, you know, it was like TikTok is now. Everyone's kind of like, oh, what's this thing? Like, what's this new thing? Like, why would you waste your time on that? To everyone that is on TikTok, to anyone that wants to succeed on TikTok, I, you have my full support. Um, I feel like we, I feel like anyone who looks at a new thing like TikTok and isn't open to it, um, you have the wrong mindset. You need to open your mind to stuff like that because that is it's the same exact thing as YouTube, but it's just really short form content. No, everyone, um, I've been asked if I think TikTok will be taking over like YouTube and I don't think that at all. Um, they're very similar, but they're also so different. Um, TikTok is short form content. YouTube is long form content. TikTok creators have YouTube channels and vice versa. Um, I do not think one will supplement the other one. I also think that in terms of like a sustainable living, YouTube is 10, 20 steps ahead of it. Um, 
So yeah, I don't think it's going to go anywhere time, anytime soon. Um, the reason I'm saying all of that is just to kind of um, preface talking about my income streams, um, kind of how I got there, the importance of them. Um, but I am really, you know, curious because I'm pretty positive, you know, you can make income using TikTok on like live stream. Um, I know there are some people that are doing brand deals, which I think is so cool. Um, and that is very, that's incredible and just shows where TikTok is as a as an app or as a brand is they, I've never seen like Instagram or YouTube start doing brand deals like right off the bat. Like that's like saying doing, that's like seeing YouTube or Instagram launch, you know, let's say they just launched this year. They're a brand new app in 2020 or even like 2019 and they're already doing paid endorsements a year later. That just wouldn't happen 10 years ago. But now, you know, there's so much knowledge and there's so much power in influencers or in like influencing because people truly just want to see a real person using a product and they want to get their real feedback and brands get that. So I'm just saying that because I just honestly feel like in the next, you know, even the next few months, we're going to see a lot more brand deals on TikTok. Some really cool stuff is going to happen. I can just feel it just because of the direction it's going in and how fast it's growing. Uh, it's actually so cool because I've been on... So what I got TikTok, it was Musical.ly, um, Baby Baby Ariel. Um, who else was it that I used to follow? Oh, well, I didn't really follow, but, you know, I watched um, Jacob's Sartorius, like, those days, um, like, 2015, I believe. If you go on my TikTok and you scroll back, those are musicallys. I actually, for Halloween one day, or one year, I dressed up as the Musical.ly, like, app logo. That's how you know it was real. Like, Musical.ly was so different. Um, I just feel like it was, it was much more, like, lip syncing and now it's like vine vibes for real but i love it so much you guys i am addicted to tiktok it's so interesting and i love it um but yeah also before i happen to just like diving into all of my like income streams and stuff i'm obviously just sharing this for like a knowledge and like information based stuff i don't think i have to sit here and you know explain myself for 10 minutes about how I built my income streams and everything. I think it's important, um, especially as a female entrepreneur, a female that works in this industry. I just think it's important to be transparent about income. And yeah, I think that's the only way we can ever bridge the wage gap or make talking about your earnings more knowledgeable and more resourceful. And that's the only way we can you know, have it be more competitive and we can, you know, there's just so many things that I think are useful and I have, there's no reason for me to keep it all inside, you know? I just think that knowledge is power, but it's only as powerful um, as you can make it, you know? It's like, I can tell you everything in between about how to start a channel, how to, things I've learned from my experience and stuff, but it's like, if you don't apply that or you don't take that information the right way or use it usefully, that that knowledge is, it's nothing, you know? So I have no problem sitting here and discussing all this stuff because I just feel like it's only as powerful as you let it be. Um, 
and I want you guys to let this be powerful and I want you guys to be inspired. Let's hop in to the seven streams of income that I have developed over the course of now seven years, seven years officially this November. So that's crazy. <laughs> so the first one being the first biggest income source. Um, so I'm just not noticing that I did not list these in terms of biggest, I guess, source of income to like least source of income, but I'm going to say them like, I'll tell you what my biggest one is and what my least one is. And the other ones are pretty equal, you know, in terms of income, but I'll start from the top. So I would say the top two are definitely something around YouTube. Um, YouTube has always and probably will always be my biggest source of income. And I'm still thankful for that. You guys, it's kind of why I was kind of absent on this podcast for a minute is I literally was spending like every single day making videos. And I kind of like, I don't know, I kind of just felt re-inspired again to make YouTube videos. Not that I wasn't inspired before, but I had this huge like creative burst of energy and whenever that happens, I've just learned that I have to just, I have to just jump into it. I have to, I have to like soak it up, enjoy it and let it just, you know, take over um, because that doesn't happen all the time. And I just have, I found that, you know, when it happens in waves, you have to just ride the wave of the creative, the creative process and let it consume you and truly amazing things happen when you are in that zone. So very thankful for that. So yes, my biggest income source being YouTube. Um, so it kind of could like stem this around. I definitely feel weird right now. I definitely feel weird talking about money. Um, but again, I just think I'm not going to give specific numbers, um, but I just feel weird about it anyways. But truly, I do feel that the only way to, you know, bridge the wage gap or make talking about money more normalized is just talking about it more. Um, It isn't that weird. And I don't think, you know, it should be taken the wrong way. I think it's just knowledge, you know, it's information. I don't believe money is anything. Like to me, um, when people like flash like what they have I don't I mean like that's a cute purse but I'm not like oh my gosh like wow like she is so cool because she has designer clothing or you know accessories like I've never felt that way I care more about who the person is and how they make me feel and less about materialistic stuff like you know so that's kind of why I don't feel that weird talking about it I'm like you know what no like it's not that weird um so anyways um so definitely YouTube is the biggest income store income source so the ultimate income source for me is brand deals um on YouTube now video influencing video marketing um just getting having an audience being able to be on camera and discuss a product is such a it's a it's a huge market you know it's like the it's like the ideal thing you know for example if you're a brand and you see an influencer's channel and you're like wow i really want to let's just say you know because i work with almers quite a bit um you know, for a brand like Elmer's, you know, they're like, how would we incorporate our product into, you know, the everyday, you know, girl's life? They're going to come to my channel and they're going to see, you know, this audience I have, um, how awesome you guys are and how much I love you guys, seriously. And if it's not that evident, then, um, hello, this is me saying it point blank. I love you guys. Um, but yes, like seriously, I just can't stop smiling. I love you guys so much. It's crazy. Y'all like my actual, like, 
family. I can't. Um, but it's like the ideal situation because that is like, you know, brands would, they just pay top dollar for that because that is the best way to market your product is to give it to someone and have them work with the brand in a really authentic way that surrounds their own personal brand, but still, you know, exemplifies the um, overarching brand being, you know, Elmer's or whatever the brand endorsement may be. So yeah, I just think that I, I don't foresee anything overtaking that in the short term. Um, ideally, it would be so cool to have, you know, for example, this podcast or, um, I, mean, my, I mean, for example, my slime shop is definitely a competitor. Um, I just, I put a lot of energy into YouTube because in my opinion, there is a lot, I, I will, I, first of all, first of all, you guys. I love YouTube so much. It is my baby. It is my favorite thing ever. I have been making videos now for seven years. Like that is just my favorite thing. And I feel the happiest when creating content and YouTube videos. So that's kind of just like why I think it'll be the competitor, the biggest one always because I just love it the most. And wherever your heart is, wherever your passion is, wherever you just thrive the most, that is going to be the natural thing that kind of like sticks out for me, um, in my opinion. Um, so I just don't see my slime shop becoming a, a huge, comp- like a, you know, neck and neck competitor. Um, but I don't really want that. Um, YouTube has a lot more longevity. Um, you guys, if you guys didn't know this, before I did slime, I did, um, I did like testing videos. Before that, I did DIY stuff. Before that, I did life hacks. And prior to that, I did a bunch of stuff. I did like story time, fashion videos, makeup videos, like um, food videos, all that kind of stuff. And truly, I plan to keep transitioning content, you know, in whatever it kind of goes. If it's a matter of no one's watching what I'm doing anymore, then I'll change it up a little bit. And I've kind of been integrating some more vlog style stuff. Like, for example, I've been doing Week in My Life videos and kind of trying to do those at least once a month. I'm going to film one actually most likely next week when I'm not sick. That would be awesome. (laughs) Jess, my main point here is I think it'll always be the biggest competitor um, because I love it so much. It's my favorite thing in the world, honestly. Um, But yes, right next to YouTube, like brand deals and endorsements and all of that, um, as far as income goes, the second being the YouTube ad revenue. Now, YouTube ad revenue can really, really vary, and I'm going to give you some ballpark numbers. Um, Some months, you know, I feel weird about this. I feel weird giving exact numbers, but I can't sit here and preach it, but then not, I can't sit here and not not take my own advice, you know. Um, Sometimes it can range from, you know, a few thousand to, you know, multiple thousands to in the tens of thousands. It really varies. And it's based off a couple of things. So it's based off, um, first of all, how long your video is. If your video, you'll you'll notice on my channel, all of my videos are, for the most part, I think in the past few months at least, like I'm going back right now and I don't even see one that's under 10 minutes because you can place multiple ads 
into a video that is 10 minutes or more. Um, and as someone who spends literally so much time making videos because I love it, but also it's just a very tedious process, not complaining, I'm just saying that it takes a lot of time. Obviously, we all are out here trying to make a good living. We're trying to, you know, just get that bag, sis. So, um, except you all know I don't want that bag, but like you get the point. It's in a, it's a funny reference. Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah. So you can, if the video has is ten minutes or more, you can place more ads into the video. Um, for example, usually if it's a ten minute video, I'll probably put no more than three, possibly four. Um, and those last two are going to be in the last like minute or so um, to kind of play during the outro and like the like last clips and whatever. Um, and then that AdSense number also can base off just whatever the video type is. So my videos are pretty much categorized in you know, the slime kid toy region. So I'm going to get ads for stuff like Target. Um, I've seen a bunch of stuff for like beauty products, um, you know, stuff that you would generally think that someone that is 15 to like 20 would consume. Target, Starbucks, um, uh, what else? Like anything in that kind of region, are those ads are going to play on my video. So how the ad breakdown works is for those larger, like those larger companies, like your Targets, your Starbucks, companies that have a lot, definitely have a lot of um, income, you could say, have a lot of, what's it called? Um, those companies that are worth quite a bit, that have a lot of budget to work with influencers, have a lot of budget to work, to place on advertising, we get a percentage of that. So I don't know the exact percentage, but just know that the larger the company that you see of an ad playing on a video, most likely you're going to be getting a higher percentage of income for that specific ad. Um, yes, it might be a matter of a few cents, but that multiplied by thousands and thousands and thousands of views obviously can add up. So that is the best thing ever, obviously. However, I must say, um, sometimes, and this happens quite a bit, um, let's say, for example, right now, actually, I want to pull up my videos. And I want to see if I can find an example of this because sometimes, and this happens quite a bit, the amount of views really does not equal um, more money. It usually does, okay? However, it doesn't always. Yeah, it's not showing up right now on the app because I guess it's down. Love that. But sometimes, so one time I was on my video, on my channel, and I noticed I had a video that had like 30,000 views. Maybe it was even, I, I remember it was definitely under 100K, but it was over 30K. So it definitely wasn't anything crazy. So it was, let's just say it was like 70,000 views, okay? Um, and I compared it to a video that had maybe 50,000 views, okay? The video that had 70,000 views versus the one that had 50,000 views, the one with 50,000 views had made over $1,000 and the one with 70,000 views made $170. Like what? 
That is so weird and crazy, but it happened quite a bit, not all the time. For the most part, you can assume, you know, long video, higher views, most likely made more money, but not all the time. When I noticed that, I was really taken back by it. I was like, wait, this makes literally no sense. I always thought that it was, you know, X, Y, and Z, black and white. More views, longer video, more money. Um, then I looked into it more and I was like, that's definitely not correct at all. So clearly that video played a lot of good ads and this could be, you know, also when I, when I uploaded it, you just never know what the algorithm will do, who it, it will show the video to, where those videos will be placed at um, in the algorithm. It is really a gamble, honestly. Um, and just a little side note, definitely notice that there is um, beauty and power in just posting frequently um, in like quantity over quality, which I, I know it's a funny kind of like, people don't usually say that, people are usually more about, you know, the quality over the quantity. But I have noticed on YouTube that your YouTube loves it when you post more. The algorithm loves when you post a ton, whether that be every other day, every day, just posting more than like once a week, once every two weeks. The algorithm does not like that. The algorithm will favor you in some way, whether that be it sets you up to have a really good video in a few days or a few weeks, um, whether it means that your video will be shown to more people, you'll have a more engaged audience, you know, you just never know. You just never know what will come out of it, but know that something good will. And I've just noticed that personally with my channel and a few others that I've just like seen and watched and some of my friends and such. But yes, I'm going to cap off that. If I should do more in, more of like an in-depth thing on YouTube and like analytics and how to understand your demographic and how to understand your analytics and just more about, you know, video advertising, um, video ads and all of that, let me know on my Instagram at the slime podcast so I can, you know, do that for you guys. So let me think. Okay, so my third biggest income stream, yeah, I already mentioned this, but my slime shop. Um, my slime shop is definitely right up there. And it definitely varies because I just did a convention and conventions, um, people get to fulfill both aspects of, I guess, the YouTube and the slime shop thing. They get to meet me, the YouTuber, but they also get to buy a slime from my slime shop, which I have made myself. And it's a whole personal aspect to it. But like, don't get me wrong, you know, the slime shop is the third biggest income stream, which is pretty high up there, you know. Um, it definitely carries in a good amount of income every month, and I'm so thankful for that. Um, because of that, I'm able to employ someone to help out in my slime shop. I'm able to rent an office space that I also double as um, my YouTube filming space. Um, I can film more videos and I can expand more on my number one income stream being YouTube and I have more space to do things, whether that be film crazy stunt videos, whether that be store more things, uh, have the ability to buy in bulk and save in the long run on glue, clay, scents, um, whatever the product may be, um, it's more, it's worth it, you know, and they all kind of merge together because because I have the slime shop, I'm able to make more YouTube videos. Um, and I can also make videos about the warehouse and do like tours or I have not done a tour yet, you guys. I'm making a note actually right now in all caps, warehouse tour. 
because that will be an awesome video. Um, but I can do videos about the warehouse and just have more opportunity, you know? So when I discuss my slime shop, I think about it in much different way than just like the actual product because I know it can carry in more ways than one, which I am so, so honored for. And I love making slime. I love making slimes. They are so much fun. It's a fun thing to do. Um, and I love to make videos about it. I think it's the best thing ever. I've learned so much. Um, and I'm so thankful for that. And I love what I do. And I seriously am so, it's a good spot to be in, you know? I just love it. So the next um, category, my fourth biggest income stream will definitely be merchandise. Um, so merchandise being um, like apparel per se. So in my shop, we have t-shirts, we have hats, we have pins, stickers, magnets, um, logo t-shirts. What else do we have? Um, we have my like tote bags with my little face on them. And FYI, I have all the merchandise in my slime shop right now. If you want to go purchase it, I will, well, I, I can't link it down below, but it is slimebyjacqueline.com is my website. And those items are on the website. Um, so merchandise, I would say, is a separate category. So yes, merchandise is a good income stream. It is not the biggest income stream, but it is an income stream. Um, I would say the fourth biggest um, income stream or stream of income would be Instagram brand deals. So as you guys don't know, and you kind of, if you wanted to classify, you know, Instagram, my slime Instagram versus my Nicole Jacqueline Instagram, you could. However, both are definitely competitors um, for this. So... And I guess now my podcast Instagram, and that would be more forward thinking, you know, if this podcast does keep doing well and succeeding, that could be a possibility. However, um, not right now, but you know, open mind, keep working hard at it. You never know what could happen. So Instagram brand deals. Okay. So trying to think about my first ever Instagram, I'm trying to think about my first ever Instagram deal. Um, I want to say it was definitely on my, I'm trying to find it. It was definitely on my Nicole Jacqueline one, because as you guys know, I have been on YouTube for a very long time and I have been doing, you know, um, my slime Instagram for the past three years, but I have had my main Instagram for a lot longer. So I want to try to find my first ever one. But if I'm correct, I believe it was a water bottle company. Um, and I actually have some advice for you guys. If you are just starting out, uh, trying to get um, brand deals, trying to find good platforms to find those brand deals, um, some platforms that I use or have used, one of them is called, you might know it, it's called FameBit. Um, it's a nice, really nice app. We love that. <laughs> um, Famebit, and I'm going to just try when I Google with you guys right now. Okay, because it probably has changed since I used to, to, used to do it like this way. Um, I'm going to just Google YouTube, or yeah, sorry, um, Instagram. Some of these, some of these um, websites will offer you the option to do... Um, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So you can charge different fees for each of them. You know, the more outlets you have, the higher price you can pay. Um, you can charge, I mean, because, you know, it's more exposure for the brand. Um, I'm going to Google Instagram brand deals. 
Okay, Famebit is still a thing. And if I remember correctly, it was a great app. Oh, wow, it's been, like, redesigned and everything. I love this so much. You know, there are really nice... Um, it's a really easy process to use them. You can just... If you if they want everyone... Keep in mind that you don't have to have a certain amount of followers, a certain amount of um, views or whatever to get, you know, a brand deal. There is a spot for everyone in the sense of getting a brand deal or finding your place in this industry or this world. Brands need everyone. You know, they need someone with a more um, specified audience. They need someone that, for example, if you are living in a certain part of the country or a certain part of the state and the brand has a product that they want to be focused around that those exact people, they're not going to pick someone like me with a more global audience. They're going to pick someone that has that specified audience, which people don't realize. No, they think that they have to have, you know, so many likes and so many followers. Yes, brands look at that stuff. However, it is also important to remember that your demographic and where your audience is based out of, that is really important too. Um, and that can be the defining factor between you're you you getting the brand deal or you know someone else getting the brand deal you just never really know what could work out um i will say that you will apply to so many um i will say that you will apply to so many campaigns okay i think if i could be realistic i would probably apply to like 50 and hear back not even get the brand deal but just hear back in general from maybe like five to ten but there are so many people there's so many companies on this to reach out to um and in general if you are trying to pitch to brands and you have the company email or you want to go on a little google search and try to find it try to find the marketing or pr or if they have an actual social media email. You can find those on the web. Um, Big advice is to DM the brand on Instagram and just ask if they have, you know, an email that they could, you know, hand over to you to, you know, um, talk to the marketing team or the PR team, the ad team, whatever. Um, And they will genuine, like generally give you a close contact. But yes, that is a big advice I can give you guys. Um, more than likely, a lot of my Instagram brand deals are package deals. And what package deals mean, what, what I mean by package deals um, is brands will generically hire you to do a YouTube video, um, like four Instagram stories, four Instagram posts, um, maybe not always four, but I'm giving a random number. Um, maybe they will also, now that I have a podcast, be like, can we do two mentions in a podcast? Um, can you also do a Facebook post? And then they will give you a total number um, for all of that work. And it'll likely be over the time, over a span of a month or two, or just depending on what you are doing. This could be a year-long contract. Um, I generically like to go for those because as someone who is self-employed, yes, I have multiple income streams, but having solidarity and knowing that, okay, I can pretty much ballpark for the most part what I'll be making this year, or at least have 
okay, this is the least amount that I'll be making this year. I can now base off where I should be living, how much my rent should be costing me, um, how much I sh- how much I should budget each week, you know, to give you a ballpark. Obviously, you know, you will more than likely... Oh, you know when something like tickles your ankle and it literally th- <laughs> scares you? Same. Same. Me too. Um, anyways, <laughs> it's just nice to have a ballpark of, okay, what I'll be making this year so I can, you know, plan accordingly. So yes, I could really go into depth on this as well. If I should do episodes, you know, more in-depth episodes um, surrounding Instagram brand deals, how to make money on Instagram, how to brand yourself on Instagram or on YouTube, if I should do that, let me know because obviously I could talk about those for a long time. I have been doing those platforms for a very long time. So I learned a lot, a lot of stuff that you should not do, a lot of stuff that you should be doing. Um, And obviously I am learning still myself. So I'm not perfect, obviously, but you know, we're trying. So I would say, so that was my, um, I've done my my fourth income stream was my Instagram brand deals. Um, I would say fifth being merchandise. The other, so six and seven, um, being between referral links and now my podcast. Definitely make more off referral links than my podcast. But my podcast, you know, I'm going to be fully transparent about this because it isn't fully transparent. I think in the last, let me see it a lot. I mean, I started this podcast in January. Um, it has it has accumulated $30, which is not terrible, considering I've literally only posted one, two, three, four, five episodes. So I'm very thankful for that. That's crazy. Um, because on YouTube, it's much more different because you have to, you have to hit a certain requirement. I want to say it's like a watch time, possibly. I think it's watch time. So I love that you can instantly start you know, making a little bit of a side hustle, a little side cash, um, by just talking or, you know, if you already have, if you already have an audience, if you are a YouTuber already and you already have kind of an audience, you most likely already have the equipment. So it literally costs me. So it's, I've already invested in all the equipment. I already have all of the equipment. So it's like, I'm not at a loss here, you know, for just trying new things. So that's a huge perk. I love that. Excited, excited to see where this could take me with the podcast. Um, going to be very excited for the first time I'm going. I'm going to be very elated, to be quite frank, once I receive that first brand deal. It's going to be such a cool opportunity. So for the time being, you know, the podcast is a small stream of income. It is an income, though. People kind of get wrapped up in, oh, it's just that much. And like, okay, well, it's like, yes, it's just that much, but multiply that by a, a year and you get a much different number, you know? So it definitely adds up. Work hard at it. Don't focus on the numbers. Um, Yes, it's encouraging, but don't let it consume you. Um, I would say... uh, I would say the seventh income stream being the podcast for now, but the sixth one would be referral links. So referral links are a beautiful thing. So I use referral links. I use a bunch of sites. So I use magic links. Um, I use Amazon referral. Wait, do I only use two? Um, actually, yes, because you can pretty much do any kind of, I can 
successfully get whatever link I need to do through Magic Links. And then, then I also use Amazon referral links, Amazon um, affiliator links that I can link people to the exact product that I'm using. Um, I use Magic Links because I can use, I can get links for stuff like Target, Walmart, anywhere that you could probably find a more kid toy. Um, anything that I'm trying to link in a video is most likely from Target. Um, you can't use every link site to link um, but Magic Links does let you do that. Um, and then I also am part of, so I do, um, as you guys know, I love Kawaii Slime Company, hey girl, um, but I'm also, I'm part of her like, I guess she was like ambassador program, I don't know. So basically whenever someone uses my link, I get a percentage, it's a very small percentage, but I get a percentage and it definitely adds up of sales. And that can literally range, I think at one time, I think I made, a few hundred dollars after a few months of referring people and that is literally just cash that you're kind of just getting because you already bought the products you've already made the videos you've already you know created your content but then it's just like you can keep earning which is the ultimate goal so referral links are definitely a amazing way of income and revenue that is somewhat easy, you know, because you're already doing it. You are already promoting the product. You are already, you've already purchased it, you know, so it's like, why not show people that exact link, but then make a little bit of cash as well. Now, my magic links, I think in the two years that I've had had it, three years I've had magic links, and keep in mind, I haven't linked a ton of stuff in my time. I'm getting a lot better at doing it now, um, but I think I've made just under a thousand on just linking for magic links. So it's like that money adds up. That's money you did not have before. Um, it's not going to be crazy, life-changing, quit-your-job kind of money, but it, it definitely adds up. And I think there is, it is worth it, you know, why not maximize every income stream while you can? Um, but yeah, you guys, I've kind of talked. I've kind of talked a lot about a lot of things. It is so good to be back. Um, let me know what I should have the next episode be about. I could go in many different directions. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, definitely give it a five star rating and let me know. Give me a good review if you are listening still. Instagram is at the slime podcast. My personal Instagram is at Nicole Jacqueline or at slime by Nicole Jacqueline. I have it all in the episode notes down below for you guys. And yeah, you guys, I will see you guys in the next episode, which will be in the next week for sure. Cause I'm going to film it right now because I am not going on. Hey, I'm not going to go on a hiatus again. I apologize. It happened. We have accepted it. We are back and better than ever. Well, I'm sick, but like we're better. We're good. Um, and yeah, I love you guys so much. Thank you for 1 million subscribers. That is so crazy. And yeah, you guys, I'll see you guys on the next episode.